This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 81. Nightshirt. This is episode number 81. I'm Unky Scott. <laughs> and if you want the best dragon food in the city, go to Will. Dragon Tots. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want someone to sit on your dragon eggs for you, Rebecca's there for you. Is it a hobby or a vocation? I don't know. Either way, I'm th- doing it. A, there's a tab. There's an app for it. You <laughs> just you just go and sit on dragon eggs for a while, while, it, while, it, while the mother's out. Now this is the gig economy at its worst. Okay, mother dragons can't even sit on their own eggs. I'm getting paid five dollars an egg, and then the app takes like eighty percent of that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You could just lay a blanket, a warm blanket, on it, and it'd probably be all right. Um, at the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Master of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man, Season 1, Episode 60, The Return of Granamir. I think you'll remember him. Granamir. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We knew he was going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it aired, it aired on, uh, November 17th, 1983. And in this episode, uh, He-Man helps play matchmaker between a dragon and a human woman. What? Um, by undergoing a series of trials set by the father of the bride. It's a very interesting concept. <laughs> yes, it really is. Yeah, he's a very kind, loving father to set up this crazy Byzantine matchmaking trial so his daughter can get married. I'm sure she appreciates that. You, well, you would think that the dragon giving up thousands of years of his life wouldn't be... Would show dedication. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, I mean, he's he's doing it. Like, it's, yeah. You, you would think that would be enough, but no. Well, if they could just get married without incident, then we wouldn't have He-Man involved. And we wouldn't get to hear Duncan say, by the ancients, a whole bunch. By the ancients? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Looks like we're winning out of this transaction. Now, we picked this one because uh, this is the first of the episodes that we're going to revisit from Lightning Rounds. During uh, our first run through uh, all the He-Man episodes, we covered uh, briefly some episodes we couldn't cover in full, but some of those we figured out we wanted to give the full review to because they were actually pretty good. So this is one of, definitely one of the ones we wanted to hit again, uh, obviously because it involved Granamir and uh, all those with Granamir were really, really good. Yeah, this is the point in the show where we act like Will was just, I, I can't believe you didn't have us do this the first time. Like, because we, you know, just followed his spreadsheet. We're like, way to go, Will. And like me and Scott are doing zero work. I'm like, how could you not hit this one in the first place? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so did, uh, do you remember who did this one? Who had this one? Will yeah, I did. did. You, you Will had did. It? Uh-huh. Okay, right, right, right. No, it was, it was, it was good. I, I liked, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. You show good sense for a human. You may stay. So anyway, that's why we're returning to this one, and uh, we're going to dig into this one in in full. Uh, but it also is good timing that we're reviewing this one because it's about love. It yeah. is about love. 
And it's almost Valentine's Day. Dragon love. Dragon it's love. Dragon love. And human know? love. <laughs> yes. Which is weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah, we don't really know how they bonded. It's better that we don't ask those questions. I didn't even if, understand so, what they talked so, about. So if, if you were going to marry a dragon, I think I'd want them to stay a dragon so you could fly on them. I mean... And, like, go places. I mean, like, let's go to the store, honey. Oh, all right, all right, I'll fly, you know, like... Or, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. He's what if gonna, it's cold? Yeah. Then he's got just fire breath. Light a fire Oh, yeah. I meant while flying. Because I hate, like, drive, driving somewhere when it's cold. I don't like the fabric of my pants touching my legs when I get in the car. <laughs> well, you don't <laughs> well, you have to get marry get under, a dragon. like, their scale or something, maybe. Like... <laughs> Hop under the wing. Well, you're clearly not going to marry a dragon with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bodysuit that's, like, a snowsuit. That when you go up in the air and it's cold, you just, it's fine. He's like, what is that lovely suit made of? And you're like, not dragon scale. <laughs> Oops. So, uh, um, true love prevails in this episode, which is great. And uh, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, a little while ago, I decided to bring us some treats for Valentine's Day. Thank you, Rebecca. You're also welcome. And it was also for scholarly purposes. I like Reese's Hearts. You got any of those? I did not. Now, but we're you very to... discriminating because oh. Scott and I eat Scott and I eat dog food, so we're very <laughs> particular about what we eat. You have to yeah. understand also what I had to go through to procure these items because okay, for you know, just just background. Um, we I had to get on my dragon. I had to get on my dragon. Go to the grocery store. Go to Dragon Kroger. Use my Dragon Kroger Plus card. No, um, so we usually record these on Friday nights. And um, so Friday evening, like, I'll go and, like, pick up some snacks, you know. You know, I was like, okay, so here I'm just going to go off, like, by myself and go through the self-checkout. And so, like... I wound up at the self-checkout with a big thing of Totino's pizza rolls and then, like, Valentine's chocolates. <laughs> so I looked like I was having a real bad day. And everyone's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Are you okay? You know, like, are you okay? You didn't have a tub of ice cream, too, did you? I had something else trashy. What was the other thing? Oh, cookies. You had the cookies. Oh, I had cookies yeah. and, and cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I had a... It, it looked like I was going <laughs> to do some damage. <laughs> and they're like, and she's buying chocolates for herself. Oh, sad. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying, like, I did this so we could play some, like, chocolate roulette here with a box of Russell Stover chocolate. And then also I got some conversation hearts so we can see how they have changed since our day. Okay. There's going to be like a, what, what's, what are those called where you fill in the blank thing? Mad Libs? Mad Libs, yeah. Mad Libs, you use, like... Conversation hearts? Yeah. <laughs> I was There's gotta be like a sent at least one sentence. You gotta think of a sentence. He man was walking down the street and then he battled his true love. Call me. <laughs> this one says call. Me. <laughs> that would be Moss Man. Okay. It's a verb. <laughs> <laughs> it is Moss Man in his phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like talking into a tree branch, and you're like, Moss Man, it doesn't work. <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> you don't want him to call you. Yeah. <laughs> Do they all say call me what the I'm sorry, I'm very upset here. The other one says text me. One says text me, actually. Here's Swipe left. Here's one that says text me. Call me, text me. I think that's supposed to be T-T-Y-L, which is very outdated. This one looks like a dog shoot it, and it's, uh, I think it says nice. <laughs> nice? This one says dream. These are not very romantic or conversational, I have to say. I thought they would have, like more up-to-date slang on them that would Maybe say... Maybe you have to pay extra for the good ones. 
Maybe, maybe still. These ones all say, like, call me and nice. Nobody calls anybody anymore. We do not use our phones. No one wants to get on the phone. <laughs> what are what are some current things they would have? I mean, what is like, text like, me? Snapchat me. Or it'd be like, well, Let's... that's risque. I can't say that. This is a family <laughs> show. Yeah, all the ones I thought of, too. I every say, every <laughs> one of that's why they can't update them. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Is that the state of courtship these days? How sad. Let's do emotes close to each other in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's a really old... Okay, I was going to think that they were going to sound really like try-hard, like for today's youth, but I think that they're like sadder because this one says bling, which is not even a mm. word we say anymore. Mm-hmm. Are the Conversation Hearts Candies people okay? Okay. It is universally true that no one likes 80% of the candy in the Whitman sampler, right? Like, they're all, almost all of them are gross. (laughs) But does the world agree on which ones are gross? Because somehow these keep getting made. I think because, I think because um, it's the appropriate Valentine's gesture, but it's also a a thoughtless gesture. And that really appeals to people. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, baby. Yeah. I put no thought in this. (laughs) But you can't object. I know one one person in my life that doesn't appreciate that. (laughs) She likes thoughtful gifts. (laughs) (laughs) How dare she? This means, this means I didn't try and you're not allowed to complain. And isn't that what love is about? I tried. Okay, now there are six pieces in this box because I'm cheap and I did not get a nicer mm-hmm. box, okay? So, now, Will, you can't cheat and get the one that's clearly milk chocolate, okay? That one's out of the picture. Okay. I don't gotta, like... Why, why doesn't he just, like, blindly, like, grab into it or something? All right, if I get coconut, I'm just shutting this whole podcast down. <laughs> I do Coconut's like good, I like, though. I like coconut. Don't Coconut's put Don't put too much lips on it. That's disgusting. If you like it, you're an idiot. Okay, do it. Okay. That's a good one. I got the good one. He, he says he got It's like a Milky Way, wherever it is. Okay. Nougat. Got, he got some nougat. It's chocolate buttercream, according to according to Hart. Well, that's less exciting. Well, what did you want it to be? That's Snickers. I definitely say Will from Coconut. Yeah, he <laughs> got coconut. That's good. That's like a mound. It's good. Here, will you hand me one? Because I know I've been and I know which one I want with my heart, <laughs> and I can't get that one. Well, it was Rebecca, no, we replaced one of these with dog food. <laughs> she wouldn't eat it a year ago. Oh, that's good dog food. <laughs> Ooh, mine's marshmallow. I didn't yeah, know they did that. These are all pretty good. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, these were okay. Have they learned? Because I, I remember the past, it would be like, you bought into one, and it's like... One of them, we just put nails in. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are really into that these days. Russell Stover's just a terrible sadist. He's like, I'll make you all suffer. Mm-hmm. Broken glass. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, now that we're filled with love. I do feel suitably full of love. Yeah. So what? how's it? It starts off with, uh, what, the sorcerers coming in, uh, calling... He-Man and Man-at-Arms into a, into the castle. Yes, they're doing a very half-hearted um, <laughs> sword training exercise outside in the courtyard. Yeah, we're used to seeing stories start with this way, with Man-at-Arms and uh, Prince Adam whomping each other with stuff in the courtyard. That's, that is 
literally all they do all day until somebody rings a lunch bell and a dinner bell. If you were rich and uh, humongous, I mean, that's what you would be doing, working out probably like three or four times a day, right? I guess I guess that's true. And then, of, of course, we have uh, uh, Prince Adam announcing Zoar. It's Zoar. 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 I really wish they would have talked to him. Did they talk to him? They didn't talk to him. The bird? Yeah, the bird, yeah. No, he just yelled. He just a fly over. Yelled. Oh, yeah. yeah so, okay. Sorcerer like, I don't have time. I'm just going to yell yeah, at you. Come yeah. see me. Uh, yeah, no telepathy. But he gets there and gets to the Sorceress's castle. And I like how casual they are now. Like, he walks, he just busts through her castle and goes, We're here. Which I thought was really funny. Sorceress, we're here. He's not like, We got your urgent message. He's like, We're here. Yeah, also, I, I do love that they're just basically treating her like a switchboard operator. You know, <laughs> Granamir's like, put that E-man on the phone. <laughs> I like that boy. And she's like, okay, I suppose. Like, <laughs> like, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't trying to do my pio tapes. Welcome, Prince Adam. I have a message for you. Or rather, for He-Man. A message? From whom? I think you'll remember him. Granamir, sorceress, tell He-Man that I wish to speak with him in dark smoke as soon as possible. And also, he goes from casual to super formal because he comes in and says, "We're here." And then, uh, and then uh, she says, "You got a message?" And he goes, "From whom?" I was like, "What are you doing now? What, what was this whom stuff?" Oh, I get it. Just for a little background, if you're not familiar or forgot or just like to hear about him again, this is the elderly dragon that uh, He-Man made friends with and you recognize him because he wears like a little Viking helmet and he's sort of built like um, uh, an elderly man and he's sort of got like narrow shoulders and a little pot belly and it's a great design. Yes. And he's got this um, kind of like, um, what do you call it, like the fake proper English accent like almost like the Boston Brahmin or something or like he man you know what, what how would you how would you describe <laughs> I it I don't know he ta- he's posh yeah there you go he's refined yeah he's a refined dragon yeah he's thousands of years old he's 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 good he's yeah. refined yeah he spent a couple hundred years on like table manners we presume <laughs> unlike Prince Adam so he wants to see He-Man because He-Man's the uh, only human he trusts and he needs uh, somebody to help him with a task. He doesn't tell him what it is yet, right? No, no, no. Just like, come up here to Dark Smoke, this remote, you know, land where I live. That's where then, rich dragon neighborhood. So, yeah, and uh, He-Man's like, I'm not doing anything else, I guess. He's, he's clearly not busy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Duncan comes along, although he was not invited. And this is a point, actually, that Granamir makes... Because when uh, they arrive, we see that Granamir is very diva-like, not unlike, say, Mariah Carey on a concert rider. <laughs> Poor excuse for bad manners. Well, I didn't mean to be rude. Please accept my apology and my thanks. <laughs> At least you speak with respect. Well, he didn't invite him, and he does. He doesn't trust other humans either. So he doesn't allow, he allow them into his lair, right? Is that right? So that's, that's why he's that's why he's uneasy about. But he man's like he's cool, he's cool, like, he's remember, fine. Yeah, you saved him that yeah. time. But he does. But but Granamir is funny about sounding uh, condescending and rude to everyone. I guess because he is so old. Also, like um, Mariah Carey, he's just sort of like deta- so detached <laughs> from reality. He can be be rude and it's fine because you don't even hold it against him. Like he's just like Mariah Carey, who's like, I don't get this ten year challenge. And he's like, it's a picture of me now and 
From some time ago. (laughs) (laughs) He's been in his like 365 day a year Christmas room and then he's now going to come out and and talk. Mariah Carey has one of those. I'm just... In case you didn't know, sorry. She doesn't. She has a what? Like a Christmas, Christmas room? Like a Christmas room. Like like she's like crazy about Christmas. Okay. You know. Yeah, because of her know. song. Yeah, because of her song. Yeah. And, and his room, his um house is also probably similarly uh, rich, gaudy, tacky. Like it's it, they're just like piles of treasure everywhere yeah, in all there. Over the place. Like he's not above that. Like there's just lots of gold and chests and stuff. He's like, these are the things I like. I have them around. I'm I'm just I'm just wondering so hit so Grandma's Christmas room. Do you think it's just like a train room, but he puts like Christmas stuff in it and calls it a Christmas room, and it's just a train room? Like he's like an old he's like an old man with a train, a whole room that he dedicated to building a little town in it. And he's like, it's always Christmas here. Like well, he, it's going around a Christmas tree. Well, but it's you, not really. you know what? I could see that really working for him because one of the most interesting part of Dark Smoke, where Granamir lives, is that there is a giant hole in the middle of the room because they can't fit all of Granamir on the frame, so they just draw him from like chest up, and he's always <laughs> yeah. just like sitting in this hole, like he's coming out of a manhole or a potty. <laughs> and so you could see him like watching his trains go around him like nonstop. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. He would love. He would, that. and he likes little hats. He could wear a conductor hat. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so. it would change out as like because he has a Viking hat, right? Yeah, Doesn't he? yeah, the two horns. Yeah, he could change it out for like a conductor hat. So what is this hole he's in? Like they don't really ever talk about what's well, in do, that do, hole. Do, do, do you think it's like a giant? Like it's like a giant chamber below, but he like sticks his head up to talk to people up there. Yeah, like, like it's a little where he entertains for like humans. Yeah. It's like yeah. a hot tub. <laughs> and it's just like he's just relaxing, carrying and mildew and gross stuff under there. Or? The, 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 oh, is he trapped there? I don't think. Well, I don't know because he man kind of like busted out the top yeah, for I, him. I, I thought in the it's last got, episode he said he was he was stuck there or like he had to stay there or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Okay, somebody, right. somebody, tell us if we don't know why he can't leave his potty hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably just like old and he's like, no one ever comes and salts the walk, so it's I like, can't get out. Uh, so it's like his recliner. <laughs> yeah. he, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to slip down the mountain. Yeah, he totally would. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, You're selling what? <laughs> well, that's that. Uh, but maybe that's why he, he, he lets those people in and that's how he eats. He like, he like eats the vacuum salesman guy. I don't so it's all salesmen. It's all yeah, salesmen. Yeah, it yeah it's just salesmen. Yeah. Try to sell a dragon a knife. Like this is a better <laughs> knife than what you have. Like you like up to your ears and enchanted ruby daggers. What I love about this scene is that Duncan is absolutely enthralled by Granamere, and he is just like fanboying all over Granamere. And he he says this twice in the episode, but he, he says. By the ancients. And so, like, that must be what he says when he is, like, so excited. Like, for Duncan, it gets no more exciting than to say by the ancients. That's, like, his ultimate number one 10 out of 10 excitement phrase. By the ancients. He probably says that in intimate moments. <laughs> 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 so he finally gets to the, the point of why he's here. Uh, Grandamere is, like, you know, here's why you've been To summoned. clean the latrine. To clean, yeah, get in there. I need a human champion. <laughs> uh, there is a l- little little dragon, a young man dragon named Torm, and he's in love with a human. Lyra. 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 And her wizard dad is making a human do this trial 
to uh, uh, prove be, his worthiness for yeah, his daughter. Like for like before I grant you her hand in marriage, which is weird and patriarchal. Um, and then if they get married, then uh, Grandamir will agree to perform the spell of changing to turn Torm into a human man. And he ha- and he has lot. There's like this is like, one of those things is like weirdly almost like out of place, well written. Like there's a lot of like just good prose, like all the garbage they have Grandamir saying. <laughs> like he's talking yeah. about like he is small and foolish, like a human. And then, oh yeah. And they said uh, he said if you don't do this. My ears will ring for a thousand years with the moans of this lovesick hatchling. Oh yeah, like, that's I pretty that. good for a He-Man episode. Oh yeah, that that was he he had some great great lines, and we've already discussed how this is weird. And then also for Lyra's sake, this is a gamble because what if when Torm gets transformed into a man, he not good looking? What what did he do then? <laughs> You're like I'm imagining what kind of man he'll look like. What I mean, but what if you know? Like, what if he, what if he still spell? looks like a dragon? Well, especially when she's got things to, like what she has to compare to, because Lyra probably doesn't leave the castle much, and all she knows is like her king dad, and then He Man comes to visit <laughs> a little bit. She's like, he's probably going to look like He Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, he kind of does. He does have the same haircut in the end, as we, as we <laughs> see. Or like, we're not drawing any more hairdos. Um, but what if the spell happened, and then like he was like. Exactly like Gilbert Godfried. Like, what, would she have still been like, I still love you anyway, Tor? Well, she loved him as a dragon. And so. his voice. And his voice was pretty grating. So it's got to be it that was. she... was. He was annoying. She must like him for they, his they, quirky personality. Yeah, they, they personality. like gardening together or something. Maybe some some skiing down the mountain or something. I don't know. They're, they're really into that. They're like, yeah, they they, like, doing they like picking up litter together or something. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. There's something, there's something meaningful behind their relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, as a, as far as a quest goes, I feel this is a little beneath He Man. Let's, let's be honest. He clearly had nothing better going on, so he's like, okay. But um, as far as tasks go, just the fact that Grandamir likes you among all humans, I don't think was a sufficient reason to uh, summon him here. It's like, look, Grandamir, I know in Dragon World you just hate all of us, but. He Man is like kind of busy and important. What if Grandamir starts summoning him all the time? He's like, human, can you fix the rabbit ears on my Because <laughs> he can't get Please out Please take out my garbage. <laughs> yeah, he's going to start just getting into like grandson chores. And then if he finds out that Duncan is handy, he's going to be calling them over all the time to be like, please reset my router. My computer's broken. <laughs> yeah. It's in sleep mode, Granamere. <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is move the mouse. My computer slumbers. Come like fix you it. Just, you could just bump it and it would turn on. I bought a bunch of stocks, and I don't know how to check them. Could you imagine the retirement? If you were you lived to a thousand, two thousand years old, how much your retirement would be? Yeah, you gotta be investing that wisely. You'd be, you'd be well. I mean, you'd be bank. I mean, if you worked for a thousand years, I mean. Well, especially if you're a dragon, you got all those treasures in a mountain with a hole. Yeah, you you put those treasures <laughs> in a in a you know Vanguard index fund, low cost. Yeah, and you just, just you leave just, it. You just you just let those millions ride. Yeah, you go you go be years. wealthy. You'd be like the Warren Buffett of dragons. So, um, what the crap are we talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So the only hitch with this whole Lyra and He Man needs to do quests to get the dad's permission is that there is a love rival. Although it is a one-sided love rival because this guy who is mad that Lyra wants to marry Torm. 
is not someone she's actually interested in. Well, what was the gas wizard's name? He kind of looks like him. He, he, he is, it he is the a, same model. He was a gas wizard. Yeah, yeah. Real, this real. is his name is Zim. He's the scuzzy suitor is Zim, and it is the Jarvan uh, model. You might remember him from the. Uh, early episode where uh, Tila's bad friend came to visit, and uh, and Jarvan was the uh, wizard who'd make all the gas geysers and stuff. So anyway, he's Jarvan, except he doesn't have blue skin, but he's got like the bad guy cap with the pointy ears. He looks like an '80s devil, like. Yes, and then he had a hideous color scheme, which was yeah. like you know mustard and some other yellow. It yeah. was it was not a good look. Don't pair those colors together, especially if you're pale, especially if you're cool toned. You gotta work with your color wheel. Zim doesn't know this. He probably did that as well, yeah. which is also why Lyra wouldn't want to date him. Just, well, it's, well, he has the same. He had the same body as Granamir. He had the, <laughs> the shoulders and the belly. Like it was, it's yeah. also is just gross because he's he's clearly like sixty two and she's probably <laughs> like sixteen. Or if this is like medieval times, she's probably like fifteen. Like it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, pretty distressing. I do not accept this. Lyra should be my bride, not the wife of a monster. Tom is no monster. He's a gentle spirit. And I love him. And I would not marry you in any case. So this is just our daily reminder. If uh, you are pursuing the uh, uh, daughter of a wizard and she's not into you, Give it up. Mm-hmm. Go find a lady who is as hideous as you are, and you will be happy together. She probably got some spells. She could turn into other stuff. It's true. Yeah, you I mean, both... well, Shadow Weaver could change yeah. into a beautiful woman. So. Yeah, so you could, you could both just transform into whatever. Yeah. Or just be your ugly selves. Let it all hang out. That's what love is. Yeah. We're all learning about love. Yep. <laughs> so He-Man shows up and announces himself, and Lyra is very happy that he's going to be uh, her champion, but she... I'm worried about her relationship with Torm because she looked pretty into He-Man. And yeah, she, she, she lingered a, a bit on her hug. Yeah, that, that, there was a lot of, like, skin touching in that That's what hug. I was going to say. You have to touch He-Man's skin if you hug him. It was, it was the kind of hug where you, like, stretch into it a little bit. And, like, oh, I'm so glad you're here to help me. I mean, me. it would be like, no, but it would be like a famous, it would be a famous, because he's, you know, the, the king even says it, like, everyone knows who you are, like that, you know, that sort of thing. So even if he wasn't that good looking... <laughs> I think she would have been the same way. What? I, I just, still, I just don't know what she and Torm have to have to talk about. But she, she still wants to go ahead with this. Sometimes all you need is just mutual willingness. There was this bonkers interview. Well, that's not nice to say. There was an interview, and I believe it was Vanity Fair recently, where Justin Bieber, who was married to Alec Baldwin's daughter Haley, talks about their relationship and how hard it is to be married so young, and how they're doing counseling, and how it's, it's, it's a challenge, and it's very funny. Because it's Justin Bieber. <laughs> well, I didn't, he got married? He did. He did. Yeah. He had a big, like, spiritual awakening, and he's like, I need to, like, you know, I need to focus on myself. <laughs> Gotta love the era of Trumpism, because I don't pay attention to celebrity news <laughs> right? at all. <laughs> I don't know how it got into my brain, but it did. Um, we could edit this whole part out, but anyway. <laughs> uh. But anyway, sometimes... You just gotta go for it. Alec Baldwin's daughter, huh? Yeah. By the ancients. Zim's method of putting a stop to this whole thing is he summons this big ugly monster called a demon of night, and he's gonna get the monster to kidnap He-Man. And it is here where we get to see the biggest treat of the whole episode. 
a treat that was or so Or the whole important. series. Or the yeah. whole series, even. I mean, really. And it was here where, when I was watching, I looked at my phone for the briefest of seconds, and Will's like, you need to watch this! You need to watch this! You better make sure you're watching this! And I'm like, what? 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 I am watching it. And then, of course, that's the moment that I see uh, the, the night chambers, and Duncan is slumbering without his helmet and without his shirt on. Yeah, that was the funny part. I'd forgot about it. I'd seen this original, but I forgot that he slept without his shirt on. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I remember you talking about this episode in the lightning rounds because it was, because he didn't have his helmet on. Yeah, and I don't know, and we talked about what kind of haircut we thought he would have, uh, including him being bald or gray-headed, but it's, but it's like nice and thick and red. It's really funny. Like Taylor, which is cute. It's funny. <laughs> but it's not his kid. Yeah, I get I it. Think I think it is his kid. Let's just be let's just be real. What if it is his kid? It does you know sound kind of made up. It's like I found you in a bird's nest. <laughs> you in You're not really my kid. I'm also obsessed with Falcon, and then maybe it's a comely lady Falcon, and she'll bring me to her magical. I, the no, question no, is, is how did he get that? Loving armor? a dragon isn't so strange. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they, they they were fighting for like a minute. How did he get the armor on that quick? He's used to it. Did they yeah. showed a really? But it would be good if he had had like just pants and like his helmet on or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't have his like top on yeah, or they, like they, something. They showed like for one little brief second. I feel like they showed his hand. Ducking yeah, yeah, gra- the grabbing his helmet. Yeah, he grabbed on. his helmet, yeah, yeah. and this way so apparently had the rest of his armor there too. Which I am wondering, does this mean that Duncan sleeps in the nude? And real quick. Sleeping in the nude. Weird, right? It's not what yeah. you know, people who do it, I just I don't get it. But your house is gonna catch on fire one night and what are you gonna do? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it any, I don't do it anymore because I got kids and everything, but like I'll still wear boxers or something, but you, I don't... you said you came from like, a, an, like under, a bear. an underpants naked family. Because I remember you saying that before, that you just like, you, that was your family. Like, yeah, like, screw it. We're home. Like, yeah, well, like, yeah. I mean, my, yeah, my dad, and my dad wore a walk around his underwear and stuff like that. It's not that, like, whatever. I'm dance. free. I'm freer than you. <laughs> yes. I just find it very funny. Yeah, we, we are clothed in union suits and dignity at night. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like all the, I don't like all the fuss. Like, it's. It's too much. You don't like unbuttoning the back of your pajamas to <laughs> go to the outhouse at night? And... Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I think if I had to go outside to go to the bathroom, I think I'd probably have different different opinions about it. But... Yeah, sometimes I think about that when that must have been like in old-timey times to have to do the outhouse. I'd be like, I'd rather just die. I just This is this is not any kind of life. You can have a chamber pot in your room and but just go when the You know pot. if you go to the outhouse, like there's going to be one time like you can't see in the dark and you like trip and fall in it or something or... That's why you use your chamber pot. I'm not good at the outhouse. Well, so olden time outhouses. So I take my chamber pot to the outhouse in the morning. Okay, so so the thing is, I, I dump it out the window. I think like old old time. It's just a hole in the ground with a with yeah a house around. Exactly. It's, yeah. There's no like toilet there. Right. Anything. It's like a kid's like uh, pl- play house that you just put over a yeah. turd hole yeah well, yes exactly and you keep shoveling on top until you fill it up and then you move the house to another <laughs> hole and then Grandmere's like that's where i should live <laughs> <laughs> and then your turd hole is full and that's when you grow like tomatoes on top of that because <laughs> then they grow is your turd hole full you need a new house how did we get here? What is happening? We, we talked about end? sleeping in the nude, and then all of a sudden, like, we ended up at Turd Hole. 
<laughs> we took a hard pivot to turtle. Well, that sounds about right. So I think I think Duncan's armor is probably like only two pieces. There's a front half and a back half, like a shell, and then he just rolls into it, and then it snaps, <laughs> it snaps around him. He was definitely sleeping in the nude, though. We'll we'll go with that. It reminds me of um, every time I've been wearing long johns. Every time we talk Maybe. about his armor and about how he keeps himself clean, I keep thinking about. I think it was that Bruce Sterling novel, the uh, Schismatrics or whatever, where there's the the people who decide to live in those mechanical suits all their lives. They call them lobsters, and then like twice in their lives they have to get get it cleaned out because it's just like their bodies all gunked up inside of it and everything and I think that's what Duncan's life is like he has some way of exfoliating I'm sure okay his suit probably does that he does a dry brushing regimen well I mean if you've seen him once out of it I'm sure he gets out of it more than just this time this is the only time he's ever done it in his life (laughs) like see what happened the one time the one time and a creature of the night came in here that's true that is what happened the creature of the night came into the chamber intending to capture he-man for his master and maybe that's why he wears it all the time maybe every day before this he didn't wear it Mm -hmm. and then now he just wears his armor all the time yeah like he thinks he's safe he's in dark smoke he's gonna have a relaxing weekend he's hanging out with a dragon no you gotta keep your guard up so they're fighting the uh like demon of the night and uh the the demon's about to teleport them away to some bad dimension and then the king shows up does some kingly magic and teleports the demon away is he a king i think he's just a wizard i think he's like not even as important he has a castle a king. all right he's a king figure well sure that's Who's fine this? the king the wizard <laughs> the king there's two kings <laughs> The wizard. The wizard whose the daughter wizard king. whose daughter we're discussing. So, oh yeah, he's a king. Who sounds just like Fisto. I'm not being I'm not being pedantic when I point out that he's just a wizard. I'm just pointing it out because it's daughter to the dragon. Complete the maze, huh? So the uh, the king wizard puts a protection spell around his kingly castle. I was merely pointing out that he was only a wizard because it's hilarious that this guy's not even important. Enough he's not even he's important, but he's like, wow, wow. hey man, come on out. Why, why didn't he just put the protection spell in the first place after the... the... Yeah. Like, he knew how bad the guy was. I guess was. it takes resources. I don't know. Oh, also, before we move on, I just want to mention, too, let's, let's all be grateful again that the demon that was summoned was kind enough to arrive with underpants. Yeah. You never, you never, no guarantee that's going to happen. So it's always a nice surprise when the demon. Well, he didn't have the time travel like the Terminator, so he, yeah. he he can wear clothes. Was this the longest part of our episode? I guess we should move on. <laughs> yeah, I did like the drag. Or I what, did. What, what, I, I did like the. the I like he was kind of nice. he was kind of cross-eyed yes. and dopey looking. Yes. Yeah. But I, I I feel like in this episode um, and uh, the other episode we watched, a lot of people are defeated by. Um, blankets or cloths mm-hmm. that is an yes. easy way to distractions uh, stun your enemies it's true yeah they, so they did, did a lot of tapestry work in the original she-ra series too there's mm-hmm. always a cloth just confusing you people. can't just punch people in the face like you used to yeah so if an intruder comes in just throw a blanket over top of it and, and <laughs> it was close too close are you all right thanks to you what was that creature a demon of night Had I not stopped him, you would have been slaves in this dark world forever. But who sent it? Mm, Must have been Zem. 
That jealous fool. We better be on guard from now on. Don't trouble yourselves. Now it's time for the event where He-Man will function as the champion for Torm and complete this trial trial challenge from the wizard king (laughs) it's not much of a trial and it's not very challenging well so here's what get through the maze here's what brindle says he says now try to keep up he says something about you need to enter my maze find some kind of special tree get the silver apple in my maze and do it in time so my daughter can marry a dragon so he can turn into a man got that he man it was like there's no way He-Man can keep with those directions. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know. Silver Win the race. Yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> what am I getting again? What? He's not a good listener. It's okay. And then also, uh, apparently, Grandamere and Torm get to watch this through, like, Grandamere's toilet TV in the <laughs> middle of his room. And Torm is annoying the whole time. <laughs> but um, they only show them briefly. He-Man is utterly unconcerned with, with his task. It is not important. He is just straight up strolling through that maze at a leisurely pace. <laughs> he is not worried about it. There's no time limit. There's no pressure. And he's just walking about. They said there'd be apples. So <laughs> his first trial, if you will, is he is confronted by an illusion of a sexy lady. Right? No, that's fire. A... He gets fire first. But oh, that, no, that's fire from, is the first one. That's is is right. that from the gas wizard or is that the actual maze? I think that's the maze. There yeah. are lots of things to distract him. So he spent a lot of time here explaining to kids that it's okay to touch fire for a while. <laughs> I, I was really kind of uncomfortable with it. explained it wasn't hot. Hmm. There's something funny about this. If this is really fire, why aren't those hedges burning? No heat. Which means this is only... An illusion. Yeah, but it sounded like he was just saying that about fire in general. Oh, yeah. I guess it's so. not so hot. I can walk through it. And so he walked through the fire. <laughs> I think he was trying to do damage control so that kids wouldn't play He-Man in the maze. Although if kids are going to play He-Man, this is not an episode they would be modeling. And that's what you want to do is go in a corn maze and start a fire. Yes. Yes, children. Are you listening? And so next they see the... They see Shadow Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> the the lady he made it looks like the shadow weaver design mm-hmm. and uh, she even kind of has a similar voice and she says i got a silver apple right here you can have it and then well yeah she had unba- unveils herself and she's like a, a blonde lady or whatever and very welcoming <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'm supposed to get that out of a tree and she's like you think i'm lying and he throw what what does he throws his sword at this little thing over there i don't understand what that was it was some sort of Fountain slash obelisk like, like slash. How would he know that did that? How would he know that it like was tricking him? What if he just threw it at it and it just like busted the thing? And she's like, "What the heck are you doing? <laughs> you just ruined my golden fountain!" You. <laughs> we don't have a lot of stuff in this maze. That's like this my, my hand mirror, yeah. jerk. So uh, apparently that was enough to win against that illusion. And she turned into some like really small like um uh, sort of like crooked witch with bulging eyes and then she disappears it was really trippy it was I, kind of cool yeah i i, she was I, I like that part but i wanted her voice to change her voice was the same and i'm like oh <laughs> like, so she was scary she was pretty scary she, she, yeah she was well done champion the true prize awaits you there 
So then we've got another maze friend. This is a lot, so many delightful people in the maze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a, he's both a centaur and a centurion. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. a centaur dressed like a centurion. And they play tug of war over a moat. And, but they're very sporting and gentlemanly uh, about it. Yeah, because he has, to, he has to prove his strength without beating him up. And so he was, uh, he man pulls the centaur into into the pool, <laughs> and then he tells him he did a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they they had a this very sportsmanlike. That was, a nice, that was a nice bat. He could have been a good mm-hmm. um he could have been a good Shira camp follower. I think she should have had like a centaur. There should have been centaurs in Shira. I think they would have fit in well. They're probably in the Whispering Woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. You should just no, write, write write what's her name and tell her to put him in. Write him in. <laughs> have like a have like a group of centaurs. Yeah, she doesn't really have a cavalry. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, well, next time. I'd like to see trolls shooting bow and arrows, shooting crossbows off of centaurs. And then the trolls could, like, bang on the ground. Aren't, aren't, then... aren't, don't, the, don't the centaurs do the bow and arrows? Or the... Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm not a good general. <laughs> well, it's fine. No, it's fine. You could have double. You could have double because yeah. you could have the troll that's shorter on the, on the centaur and then the centaur shooting, too. Mm-hmm. Double. They're all just playing drums for the centaurs. <laughs> there you go. I need a beat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, He Man gets the apple after this after besting the centaur, and um, Zim is there, and he just kind of like yoink grabs that out of his hand. He Man is not expecting it, and he just walks away casually <laughs> with the apple. I'll take that. Zim, stop! At some point, some point here, Zim starts running away, yeah. right? And we, me, and you were watching this together. We both started laughing because his running animation is hysterical. He's like a little grandpa who stole something. Yeah. <laughs> and then what, what I was laughing at is that so he's got this robe with a little like rope belt, and they kind of animated his paunch like shifting back and forth a little bit as he ran and that made me laugh a lot because i'm like of all the details they were like we got to get this right okay (laughs) when he's running you should know he's a little portly and it was really funny i just i enjoy a good paunch i just think it's i think it's good (laughs) so quickly here he man shows up to his friends uh just in time with an apple like anybody ready for a wedding (laughs) and so they're all happy that he man he man was successful but zim uh has a plan he goes to dark smoke and i guess because he's good at summoning he summons uh uh old enemy of Granamir is another dragon called Shadow Wing. Yeah. And uh, he has all these plans for Shadow Wing, but Shadow Wing ain't having it, just turns him into a frog and decides he's going to start attacking Dark Smoke. Yeah, I was going to say, Shadow Wing does what he wants. Well, you summon me, but I got my own plans. He's a lot like the homunculus in Faust. I shall destroy Dark Smoke as you wish, though I am afraid you will not be there to see it. <laughs> So they have an amazing battle, uh, Granamir and Shadowwing, where they are trading dragon magic in the air. And I really did enjoy that. It was good. Yeah, He-Man crashed the Wind Raider on top of uh, Granamir's house, and uh, Granamir flies out of it. And it was a pretty fun uh, animation to watch because... Granamir is pretty spectacular because he looks like he shouldn't be flight worthy. You know, he's got like the big paunch and the tiny wings and 
he just he just looks so odd. It makes him look that much more interesting. Yeah, he was getting it. It was so majestic that Duncan, watching the fight, says, "By the ancients <laughs> yeah. again." By the ancients again. Yeah. He is into it. So Granamere wins this fight, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so then they can have the wedding and Granamere officiates, which was funny <laughs> that they still have like the ceremony. He's going to indulge it and everything. Yeah. He's like the cruise ship captain. He can marry people. And so by the great laws of dragon and man, I now declare you husband and wife. And when he's done, uh, Granamere descends into his potty hole. Like I enjoy that animation of him sinking back down into yeah, it. I did like that. <laughs> And then we see Torm as a as a man, and he is a redheaded page boy man with very pale skin. And I guess he, I guess it was a good marriage. I don't know. I forgot. Did he have muscles like other Eternians? He was pretty big. Okay. He was, he was pretty big. Well, that's big good. I could see why he was interested then, because he was a puny dragon, but he could be a, a, a Eternian muscle man. Did he, he have did pants? Not. I missed that too. I think he, he did was, not have pants. Yeah, I was gonna say I think he was right. wearing like a cloak. He wore, yeah, a long like a tunic. tunic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not not a great look, but he fits right in. So now we get to the moral. Randor gives us the lesson this time, which is unusual and enjoyable. Uh, he says he's proud that He-Man didn't fight the centaur. Helping his dragon friend sure kept He-Man busy today, and Brindle's tests were pretty tough. In one of those tests, prove his courage, he was challenged to a fight. But He-Man wouldn't fight. So the implication here is that every time He-Man comes back from an adventure, he gives Randor a play-by-play of everything <laughs> that happened. Also, was wait, was He-Man on the screen? He-Man was there, too. Okay, yeah. He-Man so, says, says, somebody calls you a chicken or something is not a big deal. <laughs> like, don't fight. Okay, fine. So, uh, see you later. I have to go fight something. And so that's got to be extra, extra boring because you know what happens then is that after He-Man comes, gives Randor a play-by-play, Randor is enthralled. Then when he transforms back into Adam, then he's like, what I miss, father? And then Randor has to tell him everything that He-Man did. <laughs> he's like so bored. <laughs> Sounds great, father. Oh, do you think he does that? Do you think he like he had, definitely he tells does him, that? Tells him what He Man does, and, and then he'll and correct then Randor. He's like, "Are you sure it wasn't a silver apple, Father?" No, it was golden. He Man told me. Okay, <laughs> you aren't there. Um, how would we rate this? I didn't write down a rating, and I gotta decide on mine. This is a pretty good one. It was really enjoyable. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It's hard. It's hard not to uh, con- consider it uh, great. I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was like. Um, I, I like a little more drama and a little more character, but you just can't argue the the world is great and it was written so well. I, I'd say four point two uh, potty holes, dragon potty holes. I was gonna go higher than that, but maybe it's because I had a good time. I'll say four point five. Okay. Yeah. Scott. Yeah, I I I felt like this the story was good. I, the The beginning was a little bit lacking, just like yeah. I, I felt like I, I felt like he could have been yeah yeah. I felt like he could have been there for a better reason, I guess. And there, yeah, there were no stakes. We just <laughs> yeah. wanted to see Grandamir. Yeah, he they he he just did it for love. Yeah, I would do I would do four point four point one, four point one. Yeah. Okay. I th- I, th- I thought it was good. Well, Grandamir, uh, four point three, four point three. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot Grammar. Grammar's good. 
like him a lot. I think also we've had enough time away from this that we're a lot uh, stricter coming back because we didn't we hadn't suffered through any bad ones for a while. <laughs> so in comparison, it's probably like amazing. But it was it was a good one. It was it was fun and it was weird, funny, yeah. and we just love seeing Granamir on the screen. Yeah, I, I like the weird ones. I always do. yeah, and they've got the Jarvan model. He's hilarious. So there there was a lot to recommend it. And that's our show for today. Next time we'll review Season 1, Episode 23 of He-Man, The Return of Orko's Uncle. We'll cover this Trollin-centric episode in a lightning round. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, if you've been in your potty hole for thousands of years, make sure you get the strongest man in the universe to clean it for you. So I punched and I kicked and I lasered all night. Punched and I kicked and I lasered all night. And the gods have been fixed in their glorious sight. He-Man, are you all right? Did I do it? Do what?